0: Spice. Melange. My name is Jason. I am the last manager of the last video store in the universe. Binge movies in sunny tropical Akron, Ohio. I just went to the movie theater and saw Dune Part Two, the most recent from Denis Villeneuve, and I have thoughts. I'm going to give them to you now. If you want my instant reactions even more instantaneously, go over to patreon.com slash binge movies. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash binge movies. If you want to support the show, but you don't want to give us any money, go to Apple podcast or Spotify, leave us a five-star review and write a review. The more reviews we get, the better we do in the algorithm, the more people find the show and the more incentivized I am to continue it as opposed to just, letting the movie reviews fall by the wayside, letting the last video of story in the universe collapse upon itself, and perhaps bring about the end of the world. Dune 2, I am unironically without words, which I suppose is the position Denny Villeneuve would prefer I be in. I've seen the 1984 Dune, uh, directed by David Lynch, which I don't think is as bad as everybody makes it out to be. It is a trip but I don't think it's as bad as everybody makes it out to be. I saw uh, Dune Part One with uh, most of the same principal cast and crew in 2021, which might as well have been 1991. It feels that long ago to me. It feels like a different world. Uh, I watched it on the big screen here at the shop in Sunny Tropical Acre in, Ohio. We got this nice screen plastered against the wall and every once in a while, fire up a movie. Although it's been a couple of years since I've done that, actually. There's a lot of junk piled in front of it right now. Uh, it's in one of the uh sub offices, uh, one of the other uh, side rooms of the shop. Uh, and there's never enough room. We're getting divx in uh by the uh crate load, so um, gotta put them somewhere. Um, and I i liked it. I, I i i think in an odd way, I've kind of preferred Lynch's Dune to Denny And Denny is Villeneuve one of my favorite directors um which is a pretty basic take that's like saying i really like good directors but it's true he really is one of my favorites um i love just about everything he's ever done and i don't remember what i gave um dune part 1 but whatever it is i'd give it a mulligan because you know the world was sort of on fire and uh more ways than one and now that we're back to some kind of normalcy uh whatever that's worth I got to see this one on the big screen and um, on a visual storytelling level alone, both uh, visual composition, cinematography, uh, color selection, the uses, the usage of color, the, the lack of color um, during a really a magnificent sequence. Um, the sheer scope and size of the movie, on that level alone, I would say it's a science fiction masterpiece. Um, I think it's this is about as hardcore science fiction as we are going to get. Ironically enough, this movie has a few more jokes in it. It has a little bit more humor in it than the first one did. Um, And there's something profoundly satisfying about this film, even if you were so-so so so in the first film. Um, And the the reason why is the first film is a lot of setup. It's a lot of putting things in motion. Uh, It's a lot of the political, spiritual, religious propaganda, prophecy machinations of all of these different groups. And this film, while certainly not the end of the Dune story, is a lot of fulfillment in more ways than one. Is what happens when propaganda is fulfilled? What happens when prophecy is fulfilled? Is there a difference? What happens when uh, you are granted foreknowledge? Right? Is that deterministic? Are you seeing what has to be? Are you seeing what just is, uh, what could be? Um, you know, what do we do when um, we have agendas for power and those agendas? go the way we we think that they would but still not the way that we could have predicted I'm trying to avoid all spoilers here if you're familiar with the Dune story then you're going to be very familiar with where this story goes if you're not familiar with the Dune story then I'm trying to spare you any spoilers Um, but this movie is the payoff of a lot of those ideas that were planted in the first film uh you know the Bene Gesserit and um the the freeman and the the you know all of the different parties, right of uh, the Emperor and the Harkonnens and the uh all the different groups and in in this way, it felt to some extent like binging a season of Game of Thrones, like one of the good seasons um and maybe like a truncated version of it. It, it, it kind of felt like um, binge watching the most pivotal plot moving, best movies or best episodes, rather, in the Prime Game of Thrones series. And, it, you know, Red Wedding and all that sort of stuff, where, okay, we've had the setup now, stuff is paying off. We've had a lot of conversation, and now we're going to get to it. This is a more action packed movie. Uh, we are much more involved in conflict and, um, And uh, interpersonal conflict. The characters are much more emotional and emotive um, because a lot of the heavy lifting has been done. But make no mistake, there's still a lot of philosophical story heavy lifting to be done here. This is a hardcore adaptation of one of the most hardcore, dare I say, unadaptable science fiction novels of all time. Um, And Somehow Villeneuve has done it. And there are, I can think of maybe four or five sh- scenes in this movie that were legitimately breathtaking to me. Um, I haven't seen and been excited visually about a movie since uh, Matt Reeves' The Batman a year or two ago. Um, and this obviously is a better movie than that, I think, but it's, there's a few, There's just a few pivotal moments visually that are absolutely breathtaking, that are absolutely incredible. And I I don't want to spoil them because uh, I want you to experience them for yourselves. So, um, um, Timothy Chalamet is incredible in this movie. I think this might be his best performance, his best role, his best work. And he's got a lot of good work behind him. Um, He's exceptionally good in this. This is such hardcore science fiction, even more so than the first Dune in a lot of ways that it could really tip over into kind of silliness to, to, to sort of um, ludicrousness at any particular time. And you need a cast. I got a snoring dog here. You, you need a cast who is capable of being fully committed. And never allowing a, a hint of absurdity into the frame. And they have done that here. Uh, Zendaya is incredible. She's an extremely talented woman. But she's incredible in this movie. Their chemistry, their relationship, the dynamics between them, the development of distrust and trust and distrust and the back and forth and the push and pull of it all. Incredible stuff. Um, I mean... There's not a bad performance in this movie. Everybody is firing on all cylinders in this film. This is an incredibly well-performed, well-directed, well-written movie. As much as Denny is getting flack for saying he doesn't like dialogue, there's plenty of dialogue, and there's more than a few moments where he pulls a lynch and it's like, mm, I'm probably gonna need to fill in the gap here and we get voiceover. So if you're like, there's hardly any dialogue in this, not the case, there's plenty of dialogue in this movie. Um, if you're ever disoriented sort of watching the film, um, I would say like, give it three or four minutes and, the, and they kind of like, okay, uh, we might've lost them, let's reorient them a little bit. And you get back into it. Um, it is two hours and 56 minutes and that is two hours and 56 minutes without an ounce of fat on it. If anything, there's a lot still cut out of this story. So if you're a hardcore novel fan, you might be upset at certain changes and omissions and, and consolidations that have been made. Um, but the, the movie would be like, just part two would be like six hours. So they, they he couldn't do it. He has delivered an incredible adaptation of part of the core story of the first book of, of Dune. And um it's a fantastic film. Uh here are in the instant reactions, I give a score using the letterbox scale out of five. I can have halves but not quarters. Uh on our regular ranking episodes, which we do, we're currently in the season eight point one, uh series eight point one for season eight, where the binge movies draft is fired on all cylinders. We've got last movie standing coming in just a few weeks. Uh, we've got, um, uh, 2004, uh, top five movies of that year coming out, uh, in a few days from when this episode drops. So it'll come out, uh, Tuesday, uh, this should be out by Friday in most places in the world. So subscribe if you haven't already give our ranking episodes, a list I know some of you prefer the instant reactions cause they're short and condensed and you see like a two hour runtime and you're like, or longer and you're like, I'm not listening to all that. I totally understand, but understand that those episodes have segments to them, and you, they're kind of capsules. You can listen for twenty minutes at a time. That's how the episodes are divided. So you listen for twenty minutes, go about your day, get back in the car, listen for twenty more minutes. You know, well, listen to it over the course of a couple of days in your commute if you have one, or if you're working remotely, um, listen to it on double speed if you have to. Just subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Now to my score, got all those plugs in. Look how I did that. The score is for me, uh, I have a caveat that it may be a recency bias. It may be that the film year so far has been, uh, pretty bleak as far as mainstream entertainment. Uh, I haven't done an instant reaction since night swim, because I don't think there's been a movie that's come out. That's been worth it. Um, so it might just be like, Oh, I'm refreshed by movies, you know, in cinema uh, I'm refreshed by a filmmaker who's not afraid of making a science fiction film and letting it be weird, um, but somehow cohesive as, as different worlds and cultures, and you understand the gist of it. Um, he's tackling major, major, major themes that are, and obviously the book does as well, the books, but these themes are integral to who we are as human beings. And there are conflicts happening both in this country, the United States, and around the world right now uh, based on a lot of the ideas and themes that are covered within both Dune Part 1 and Dune Part 2. Um, so, letterbox scale, recency bias. you got to give me a little bit of a mulligan here. I think I would give it a 5 out of 5. Um, maybe on a second watch it becomes like a 45 I cannot see it dipping beneath that because it's a massive undertaking of both visual storytelling and emotional storytelling. And I think he delivers. And in many ways, I love Denis, and I love his movies. They're oftentimes very cold. He has that Kubrick aspect to him. This, in many ways, may be the, like, the warmest. I don't just mean that because it's a desert. The warmest uh, heartfelt film he's ever made. This was... It didn't have the sterility that some of his other movies do that can be off-putting. And so this is fantastic stuff. This is what movies are for. Uh, This is why movies, theaters exist. And you should go to the movie theater as quickly as possible. See it in IMAX, see it in XD. If you got D-Box near you, see it in D-Box for the sandworms alone, trust me. Uh, I have nothing more to say for patreon i usually do an extended cut for them i'd have to get into spoilers i don't want to do that so i'm just going to release this on the main feed thank you the patrons for making episodes like this possible i want to thank all of our elite patrons if you want to know who those folks are find their names in the show notes below until next time binge on that dog is snoring like hell